Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The Office of Personnel Management releases the first quadrennial federal workforce priorities report. It details a government-wide human capital management strategy for agencies to deal with two top administration priorities, reshaping the federal workforce and improving employee engagement. It also gives a preview of the president's management agenda. The White House is expected to release the full president's management agenda. The White House is expected to release the full president's management agenda with cross-agency priority goals with the president's 2019 budget proposal on Monday. Over 50 employees with the Environmental Protection Agency are facing pink slips. The EPA announces it will close two regional offices in Las Vegas. They're part of the Office of Research and Development and the Office of Administration and Resources Management. EPA is reportedly looking to obtain voluntary separation incentive payments and voluntary early retirement authority. For Homeland Security, reauthorization will bring a more unified department. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. That's according to testimony from Acting Inspector General John V. Kelly. He tells the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee the pending bill would streamline, quote, oversight, communication, responsibility, and accountability of the department's management and acquisition. He added that DHS leadership needs to renew its commitment to a unified department and improve what he called its weak internal control environment that harms mission delivery. I'm Tom Temin. President Trump announces his plans to pick a new IRS commissioner. The president intends to nominate Charles Reddick, a California-based tax attorney. Reddick spent more than 35 years at a Beverly Hills-based law firm and has represented clients before the IRS, the Justice Department's tax division, and state tax authorities. If confirmed by the Senate, Reddick would take over an agency that has had its budget reduced by 18 percent and its workforce by 14 percent since 2010. HHS kicks off its third-generation IT services contract. The Department of Health and Human Services is trying to bring better service and innovation to its employees in its headquarters office. HHS's CIO's office awards a new version of its next-generation IT services contract to four vendors. Under the $139 million deal, HHS will compete task orders for a host of IT services among CSRA, Lidos, Mantech, and Salient CRGT. Through NGITS, HHS also will establish an on-site engineering test lab that mirrors its environment so new technologies developed and put into production quickly. I'm Jason Miller. The Navy has already committed itself to a cloud-first policy as one way to modernize its IT systems, but its new top acquisition official wants it to go faster. James Gertz, Assistant Secretary of the Navy for Research, Development and Acquisition, says he's pushing for most Navy systems to move to the cloud within three years or less. It's an acceleration of the previous policy, which envisioned a five-year time frame. The Defense Department's Executive Cloud Steering Group effort faces additional vendor pushback. There's now a protest of DOD's $7 million award for cloud computing support services to Eagle Harbor Solutions. The Interoperability Clearinghouse submits a complaint claiming DOD improperly awarded the contract to the Alaskan Native Corporation. GAO has until May 16th to decide. The Pentagon's Inspector General says defense officials should send new guidance to DOD's contracting personnel on Buy American provisions in federal law. A summary report the IG issued Thursday found the department regularly ran afoul of the Buy American Act and the Barry Amendment in a sample of contracts it reviewed over the past several years. Out of the 109 contracts the IG reviewed, 40 of them failed to include the necessary language requiring vendors to give preference to domestic suppliers. And an idea in the House would make it easier for departing service members to participate in specialized two-day workshops before they enter the civilian world. Representative Stephanie Murphy is introducing a bill to require service members to opt out of workshops on higher education, entrepreneurship, or technical skills rather than opting in. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.